This Seattle Medium podcast is sponsored by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. The 2024 legislative session is set to begin in January, but that does not mean that the work to write, lobby, pass, and implement legislation has not already begun. And with this morning to talk about the upcoming 2024 legislature and the cycle of lawmakers uh, is State Representative Jamila Taylor of the 30th Legislative District. Good morning, Jamila. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) How are you? You know, it has been a full week. We had committee days this week, and I'm excited about the upcoming legislative session. All right. Well, Jamila, first of all, uh, congratulations on your appointment as the chair of the House Civil Rights and Judiciary Committee. Thank you so much. It's an honor to serve in this way. Uh, Civil Rights and Judiciary Committee is one of those um, important committees that has a high volume of bills that really addresses civil rights, the legal system, and protecting um, fairness and justice for Washingtonians. All right. Now, uh, what is some of the work that you look to prioritize as chair of this committee? In particular, as a family law attorney and probably one of the first family law attorneys to serve in this role, I want to look at how that system interacts with other systems, Um, the behavioral health system, uh, education and other ways. Um, one of the challenges we see is that there's a fundamental unfairness uh, between the parties. Um, in terms of family law, there's so many cases where folks are not able to afford attorneys. So how do we make this process easier when families need some court interventions on how to engage with each other? Right. Now, uh, some people might not know the difference between the legislative sessions that they actually alternate year after year between a 60-day session and a 105-day session. Can you talk a little bit about the difference in the sessions and uh, what is the length of the 2024 session? The 2024 session is 60 days. So we launch on January 8th and we're done just <laughs> real quickly on March 7th. And that means that we do everything in a very expedited fashion. We had bills that were left over from the 23 session and we'll be able to take those up and get some of them over the finish line. But we know that there are some new bills that we have to introduce. So you think about the old work and the new work in a shorter session. Um, lots of things will um, be able to move forward, but then there are a lot of things that will just have to carry over into a new biennium. Right, and it really is a sprint. <laughs> <laughs> very much so, very much so. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh- you know, outside of your work as chair of the Civil Rights and Judiciary Committee, you know, what are some of the, your other legislative priorities for the upcoming session? Yes, uh, I have uh, continued to 
work as the chair of the Developmental Disabilities Advocacy Caucus. And so we are prioritizing um, housing, workforce development and workforce support, uh, special education and access to services. Our developmental disability community are some of the most marginalized individuals who some literally cannot advocate for themselves. And so it's very important work that we help the most marginalized individuals are in our community who also have language barriers and access barriers and other ways that are unimaginable to you or me, we need to make sure that we're taking care of um, our whole community. Uh, in addition to that, I want to continue the work in the family law area, ensuring um, I, as a family law attorney in high conflict cases, I want to make sure that um, we are protecting survivors and children and making sure that those who have been accused of domestic violence have a pathway for a healthier dynamic in their personal lives. Uh, I know that some folks have been very interested in child support and addressing the challenges there. If we look at how we expand universal child care, that can reduce the burdens on individual families uncovering child care resources. So there's a lot of things that we're doing that um, are outside of like direct bill action that I might be involved in that benefit um, some of the other intersections and uh, systems that um, are constantly, you know, fighting that uphill battle. Right. Um, and Jamila, let's talk a little bit about the legislative process, especially the part of the process that takes place outside of the legislative session, because that is where a lot of the groundwork is done as it relates to the uh, agenda for lawmakers uh, throughout the site. Some people might think that the work starts just before the session begins and then picks up the session, but this really is a year-long process in determining the priorities um, that you will focus on during the uh, legislative session. Yes, I, I think of it in terms of seasons, very much aligned with the, the four seasons of the year. So winter is when we're actually in session. Spring is when we're doing a little bit of rest and trying to just, like, catch our breath. What did we just do? How did we pull it all together? What it, What's still left on the table? And, and then summer, we're doing a lot of research. So we're going around the state and, um, and engaging with community, also going uh, across the country, seeing what the trends are. And then in the fall, we're working on the policies, what we've learned in the last two seasons. And so that, that is like the best, best time for us to um, have direct action in terms of policy development. I personally really, really like to stakeholder. And so that means I'm convening groups of folks sometimes who don't agree with each other on policies so that what they have meaningful time and meaningful dialogue to work through some of the challenges I recognize that not all of um, that work will result in agreement and folks will engage in the actual legislative process, but I want to give folks the opportunity to have the discussions and go deeper into the conversation when really testimony by itself is not enough during the session, even in a long session. And then, of course, when we get into winter, it is go, 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 go. And most of our lawmakers here in Washington State as a citizen legislature we're working full-time and other jobs and other opportunities to supplement our income. Um, and so that means that we're doing the balancing act. We have families that we're taking care of. Some of us are caregivers for elderly um, and children. Um, and then, of course, we are still traveling to, um, again, continue to make sure that we're looking at the national trends and ensure that we are moving our whole communities forward. Right. And, and Jamila, you bring up a good point because 
um, when you talk about the pay rate of those in the state legislature, um, mm-hmm. it's basically a, a part-time salary, uh, which is interesting because you guys actually are working throughout the full course of the year. People are asking you to come to events. People are contacting you for different things. And the reality is that if that was your only job that you had to do and you lived uh, in the greater Seattle area, you probably, actually, not probably, you would be living below the poverty level. <laughs> yes, that is very true. Um, but I think we, all of us have a call to service. Not all of us have a call to um, ensure that we are lifting um, and supporting communities, uh, ensuring that we are advocating for policies that increase provider rates, making sure that the working families tax credit is actually distributed into communities, making sure that our safety net is working. And, and that's the sacrifice we are making. And time is something that just doesn't work with us in this effort. And so we do our best. I, I hear from folks, um, well, I didn't hear you hear from you and you didn't come to my event. Um, I, I asked you, blah, blah, blah. And I so wish I could do everything and be in all places. Um, and I, I'll try to be as strategic as I can, um, but there's just only so much of me I can do uh, in terms of this effort. And I really appreciate those who are patient and understand that that constant drive for, for us to do what we can to be in community. Just last night I was at the King County Developmental uh, Disability uh, Legislative Forum, and there were hundreds of people uh, there sharing their stories um, talking about where we need to move in, in terms of ensuring there's housing, in, ter- in terms of making sure we have a behavioral health workforce that understands co-occurring and co-diagnosis challenges. Um, we have families who have um, members who are uh, stuck in hospital, so the crisis is real. So I'm doing my best to not only be engaged in community, but also observe what's going on every day with everybody, everyday lives. And Jamila, can you also talk about the best way for people to bring issues to your attention? Best way for me, because I have a legislative assistant and a team, um, is to send me an email at jamila.taylor at leg.wa.gov. That's J-A-M-I-L-A dot T-A-Y-L-O-R at L-E-G dot W-A dot G-O-V. And my team and I will um, be able to go through the emails and be able to um, respond as quickly as possible. And then also, um, if it's not my particular district, I prefer to engage the member that is the, um, the representative from that area. So they're aware that, you know, constituents are reaching out. And we're a team effort here. Right. And, Jamila, I guess it's two things import, uh, important to point out. Number one, you know, for years we had, you know, one or two African-Americans down in the state legislature. Um, and now we've got uh, a black member caucus of a number of members now, which, you know, it takes the burden off of one or two people trying to carry the mantle for African-Americans across the state who just by nature will reach out to an African-American legislator trying to get their um, issues, you know, heard because they might be fallen on deaf ears, they might not feel comfortable talking to whoever their representative is in their area. Um, so you've got that issue. But also, can you uh, also talk about your legislative district and the area that you represent? I'm in South King County, centered around Federal Way, Auburn, Pacific, unincorporated King County, um, and parts of Des Moines. 
And what I would say about our community is that we're we're tucked between two giant communities of our economic centers of Washington State, Seattle and Tacoma. And a lot of times we get overlooked in South King County on policy. We're a community that's overburdened by the pollution in the region and other policy decisions that haven't taken us into account. So um, the things that I'm looking for is to ensure that, uh, you know, suburban neighborhoods are not left behind and that we actually have policymakers uh, who may be a part of the highest power of uh, structure um, thinking about uh, us in ways that is more inclusive. Yeah. And, Jamila, uh, last question before I let you go, and I appreciate your time this morning uh, talking to us and being able to speak directly to our community this morning. You know, Where can people go to find out the status of bills as it relates to this year's upcoming legislative session? Generally speaking, you can go to our legislative website, and that's www.leg.wa.gov. And there will be a link for the Senate, the House, um, and then there's a, um, a tab for bill information. So you can type in the bill or you can look up bills by subject matter um, or by legislator. There's all kinds of ways that you can do that. There's a lot of um, organizations that do advocacy. So if you're interested in a particular topic, find out um, who their, their legislative team is and how you can get involved in that way. There's a lot of ways to get involved with us in Olympia. There will be opportunities for you to offer testimony, written and uh, uh, verbal, or testifying by Zoom. This year, the African-American Legislative Day will be on President's Day, as it usually is, and this year that will be February 19th. And we also invite folks to come down at any time that's really convenient for them. Um, another opportunity would be on MLK Day. I know that there's a lot of events going on in a lot of communities, uh, and the legislature is no different. All right. Well, Jamila, I appreciate your time this morning. Um, best wishes to you and all of your uh, future endeavors, but more importantly, as it relates to this conversation, uh, the upcoming legislative session. Thank you so much for your time. Have a good weekend. You too.